Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Coach Josh. We're officially welcome you guys out to a Barely Mentioned Podcast, a podcast that's down for men and the women that love them. And today we're going to be talking about healthy habits, holistic healthy habits. How healthy are you? We're going to take some time to really process some key questions uh, for men and for women, um, but mostly aim, uh, um, aimed towards men on how we can really become healthy mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. And how do we set ourselves to uh, um, to do so um, through habits? So what's going on, everybody? So I'm going to give you guys time to come into the uh, um, live feed. Hope you guys are doing exceptional. Hope your weekend was amazing. I hope you uh, guys have, are improving and developing and growing in the things of God. <clears throat> Hope you guys are doing exceptionally well. And for those who's watching later or listen later, whether on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud, or on YouTube, I want to say thank you guys so much. And gals, for watching and listening, do me a big favor, comment, share, thumbs up, all that good stuff. Let me know that you're part of the fam here on the Unpluggers um, YouTube channel. Uh, what's going on, Nick? Slim Rev in the building. See, see listen, listen, Coach, Coach, listen, listen, listen. Coach is about this Slim Rev life. You see what I'm saying? It's a movement, okay? All reverence need to be slim. Okay, we, I don't trust a fat rev. You know what I'm saying? If you can't control your stuff, I was a fat rev once. You see what I'm saying? So you got to be slim rev is a movement. Coaches about that life um, and all that good stuff. Oh, I got you, Melina. I'll check your email. Uh, what's going on, Flavor D, Melina D, Kimberly? What's going on, Jessica in the building? What's going on, Chris? Hope y'all doing exceptionally well. We're going to be talking about something. Are you on the keto diet? Nah, I'm on that. Um, um, I ain't a minute fast. I eat uh, one main meal a day. Um, and so, um, I'm on that, I'm on that wave now. Um, as far as food, certain foods, I just don't eat. Um, but, but, uh, I'll probably get in more detail a little bit later, but good to see you all. Let's get right into it. Today. We're going to be talking about how healthy are you I have two scriptures. I'm going to go through real quickly. And it's going to be uh Proverbs 17, 22 and Proverbs four. What's going on? Uh, Roba, um, and Proverbs four, 23, 22. And, um, we're going to talk about things, what keeps people from making, what keeps men from making healthy decisions. Women, you can gain notes from these two. Um, what needs to be healthy in a man's life and how to make healthy choices as a man. These points go for women as well. But I want to make sure with the Barely Mentioned podcast, the podcast designed to talk about things that are barely mentioned by or for men or by men. But let's read Proverbs 17, 22 says, a joyful heart is good medicine. But a crushed spirit dries up the bones. And Proverbs 17, I mean, Proverbs 4, 20 through 22 says, My son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. Let them not escape from your spirit. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. That's a scripture that, I, that really um, anchored me into this point in my time with God was that, um, all your flesh being healed, all of you being healthy and whole. And that's very important for us to understand as individuals is that God wants us to be healthy. Unhealthy people can't do healthy things. You see what I'm saying? Healthy people do healthy things and, and, and accomplish things that brings generational healing. The goal as men is to make sure that we set our families and our generations up with generational healing, healing that passes on, mindsets that's passed on, fear and honor of God being passed on to our children's children, because we know that the seeds that we bear, whether they're man, man child or woman child, <laughs> sounding like old uh, King James Version, but <clears throat> they will begin to pass down 
what you have instilled. It's crazy how many families are being are not passing down godly installations because men are not taking their responsibility to ensure that these things are instilled and installed into our family's uh, infrastructure and our family's foundation to the point to where as seeds begin to grow under our our uh, umbrella, they know what this family represents. That even if anybody goes astray, they know the things of God and how to live because of the work you put in. And that's what I'm doing in my life now. My goal is to make sure that I implement things within my within my um, um, Azzy brand, Azzy name that 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 uh, what my children grew up in, that my wife is a part of, and and the uh, of the components of my family that's extended from it, whether it's brothers, sister, nieces, nephews. We talk about younger people that they'll know that this is what Josh stands for. This is what my brother stands for. This is what my uncle stands for. This is what um 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 my dad stands for, and it starts now. And that's why I do these barely mentioned podcasts, because I want to be a voice to my brothers out there, um, letting them know that there is a way I'm giving you practical tools to help you better understand um, um, the things that are quietly spoken of or not spoken of at all. But that men everywhere would know those that listen, that there that there is a responsibility and that there is a hand being reached out to them from God saying, I can help you become the man you need to be. <clears throat> like I said, ladies, these are some points that you can learn from as well. So get your pen and get your pad, especially moms of young men, especially aunts with young uh, nephews or just women, period. These points apply to every, um, for each of us. Um, but let's get right into these points here. How healthy are you? We're not talking about physically fit. We're talking about holistically fit. We're talking about all areas of life. How healthy are you? Before I go there, let's talk about these scriptures real quick. It says in Proverbs 17, 22, it says, a joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries the bones. Many of us men, the reason why we are where we are before I get to my problem, cause, and solution is that we don't have joy or our joy is in the wrong things. Um, a lot of men are going through midlife crisis right now or, or, or are on their way to midlife crises due to their hearts being uh, crushed or due to their hearts being in the wrong joys. It's important for our joy to be in God. It's important for our joy to be him because the joy that was set before Jesus, it pulled him through the shame, pulled him through trouble to fulfill his purpose. And Jesus is the only, I wrote in my book yesterday, that joy is the, that Jesus is the only thing able to pull us thoroughly and, 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 uh, um, effectively through life struggles. He has to be that joy that's set before us. Eternity has to be that joy that's set before us, that pulls us men through temptation, that pulls us men <clears throat> through trials and troubles because his joy is our strength. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. The reason why I can be strengthened by God's joy because I'm letting him be Lord of my life. I'm letting him make the decisions. I'm letting him lead and guide me. I'm acknowledging all my ways and therefore I will always find myself in gladness because I know God is going to only pull me into places that's going to mature me, <clears throat> grow me, develop me, and position me to be the man I need to be. 
It says a joyful heart is good medicine. Like, 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 like you don't need a lot of over the counter. You just need some off the inner counter. You know what I'm saying? The inner counter, and then from the encounter with God. When I when I encounter with God, then He will place stuff on my inner counter, on my heart, that will ensure that that's medicine that I need every day. Joy. I can open up a pill. Take two. Take two of these pills a day of joy. Take. You see, I got a counter full of medicines from His scriptures <clears throat> that ensures that I'm well. A joyful heart. Does good like a medicine. The reason why many of us men are sick and crippled and broken down is because we really haven't entered God's joy. We haven't had an encounter with God that that sparks such a revolution in our spirit, that spawns the renewal of our minds, that calls us reaching towards the higher mark and the higher calling, that calls us to release our giftings and purpose that will spark life in many people that encounter us. A joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit drives the bones. That's real. Depression, sadness, disappointment is the root causes for disease, stress, because the spirit is crushed. The spirit is crushed because it put his, it put his everything in something that wasn't able to handle it through everything. And when your spirit man is crushed because of what she did to you or ladies that your spirit has been crushed by what that man has done to you. And you start opening yourself up for disease, emotional disease, mental disease, physical disease. There are diseases in every category of your life. There's mental diseases. Some of us are not mentally well. We have mental health issues. Some of us are emotionally diseased. We're, we're not at ease in our emotions. We are emotionally everywhere triggered by everything. And we're physically diseased because of what we do from emotional and mental wounds that both births emotional eating. How well are you in every area? Your wellness is predicated on the well you drink from. Though your wellness is predicated on the wellness, the well that you drink from. Jesus told the woman at the well, listen, <clears throat> you're going to have to continuously come to this thing over and over again to be made well. But he says, if you drink of me one time, you'll be made whole. And that's the beautiful thing that if you know that you have drunk from the well, the wellspring of Christ, and you know what life is on this side, you will go to your city, you will go to your job and you'll spark a revolution. Let me show you a man that told me everything about myself, not because you speak about it all the time, but you're living it. You are the spigot now. You're the spigot by which the well that you drunk from comes out that people will begin to glean from saying that where do you get this good water from? And then you could tell them about a man that all you did was drink once from him and your life was changed and now you have spawned into a new man, spawned into a new woman, full of joy and no crushness of spirit. <clears throat> Proverbs 17, 22, it says, my son, be attentive to my words. It's very key, young men. Men, we have to be attentive to God's words, attentive, attentive, attentive. When the word of God, when you hear it from a man of God or you read it from the book of God or you read it or whatever from the spirit of God and you felt it, pay attention. A lot of us men are not heeding the warnings of God. We're not paying attention. He says, my sons, be attentive to my words. I love the word phrase, my son, meaning that every man listening to me right now and woman who has been adopted into the kingdom of God, God is speaking to you through, through, through revelation. You see what I'm saying? He's speaking. He wants to reveal things to you. So it says, my sons, be attentive, be alert, be, be aware of my words, incline your ears to my saying, meaning position your ears. You know when you get in the car? 
there are certain settings in your car that if you press one, it all automatically inclines or declines the seats according to your best ability to drive. You got to say my ears are already inclined set. It's not, it's already set. I'm not even messing with the adjustments. It's been set towards God from a, from a period moment that my son be attentive to my words, incline your ears to hear. It takes work to hear from God. It takes inclining. It takes, takes really saying, you know what? I'm going to position myself to hear. I'm going to position before I even begin to lift, I set the bench. If I want to do incline bench press, I have to set the seat first before I start the lifting. And that's what happens in order for me to incline and lift what God has told me and to go about it. I have to already be preset. Incline your ears to my sayings. Sayings, man, this is how I say things. Let's keep going. Let them not escape from your sight. Listen, no, no, no. I'm keeping my eyes on you. When I do security at my church, my eyes is on my pastor, my eyes on the family, my eyes is all to and fro. I'm, 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 no, 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 you're not leaving my sight. Yesterday I had to do special intel and I had to make sure. Nah, my pastor ain't leaving my sight. You know what I'm saying? I got to make sure that, that nothing happens on my watch. I have to um, um, let them not escape from my sight, meaning meditation on it. I have to meditate on this word day and night. And I got to keep them within my heart. Not only do I need to incline my hair, ears, not only do I got to make sure I stay attentive and make sure it doesn't leave my sight. Thirdly, I got to make sure I keep it within my heart. There are things in life that's going to try to pull things out of your heart, men. It's going to try to pull things to make you disbelieve, make you doubt God. He said, don't keep that stuff in your heart. It is your responsibility in verse 22, for they are life to those who find them. If you draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. You see what I'm saying? Those who dwell in the secret place of the most high shall dwell in safety. I think that's a text. That, 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 let me make sure I read again. For they are alive to those who find them. When you begin to realize just how alive the word of God is, you can't stay out of this book. For it's life. It is life to those who find them. Until you get to the point where you realize that certain things that I eat is bringing death. You see what I'm saying? I'm glad, Jennifer, that you caught me live. Enjoy. I pray it's a blessing to you. Thank you for joining. And all of you all who's joining me live now, that 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 when you begin to realize this food and this drink that I'm drinking and eating, these things are bringing death to me. Once you become a fine realization of it, now you begin to find life. When I got into my apple cider vinegar, when I got into my turmeric, when I started doing a cayenne pepper, lemon juice, when I started doing a celery, you see what I'm saying, cucumber, uh, uh, granny apples, you know what I'm saying, juices. When I started doing the carrot juices and the, and the beets, you see what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I kind of digressed a little bit when I started going to Chick-fil-A, uh, you know, my boy BD, my wife <clears throat> surrounded me like a like a like a shield and was like you, you need to get back on the chick-fil-a bandwagon and so i fell off you know what i'm saying i still was doing healthy still, slim ref still slim ref but man they got something in those chicken sandwiches man you see what i'm saying i was like i woke up i put clothes on i got in the car and i found myself in a chick-fil-a drive-thru i said how did i get here I, and, and the lady at my window because you know lady at my window is like how man so i was like ma'am I, I, I thought it was a dream why am I at Chick-fil-A? You see what I'm saying? And so, but 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 now I'm back on my regimen, but I'm still slim red. You see what I'm saying? Let's keep going. For they are life to those who find them and healing to their to all their flesh. Men, <clears throat> the word of God, being attentive to it and making sure it doesn't escape your mind, make sure that it stays in your heart. 
You said the last time I had a honey bun? Now, let me tell you this. The last time I had a honey bun was probably three years ago. We're talking about honey bun, honey bun. Coaches' um, delicacies of choice now has increased into the level of bouginess. So now, you know, I'll do, I'll do, like I go to um, this place that got vegan cinnamon buns. You know what I'm saying? Cinnaholic, I go there. You know what I'm saying? I go get my cinnamonholics. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's vegan. You know, and now, oh man, this new donut shop, I, I gotta leave that donut shop alone. But see, when you out of work, you know what I'm saying, and you're around a bunch of nieces and nephews, you see what I'm saying? When you're around the family, they make you fall into sins, you know, they make you fall into old habits. And so I haven't had a honey bun in a very long time, especially the two for 222. I haven't touched the, a honey bun, hasn't even touched my mouth, but 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 I do a little bit more bougie delicacy, so I treat myself once a week to a slice of cake or some of that nature. You see what I'm saying? Let's keep going. <clears throat> But it's life to all your flesh that when I spend time with the word of God and I really engage and I really begin to make this walk with God for real, for real as a man, I begin to see my physical, emotional, mental and spiritual health increase. Let's keep going. Let's get to our problem. <clears throat> Let's get to my points. I got a lot of points. I got three acronyms for healthy. Coach, coach, gonna, coach, gonna go. Coach, gonna give you what you need. Coach, gonna, coach, gonna thoroughly give you what you need. I got what keeps men from making healthy decisions. I got what need what um what needs to be healthy in a man's life and how to make healthy choices as a man. Women, ladies, this is for you as well. So get your notes, get your notes. It's for you as well. But I had to look out for my brothers. You see what I'm saying? Many men are hurting and are not healing. Problem. Many men are hurting right now and don't know how to heal. They are not healing due to the hell they allow into their lives, the, their poor choices and their associations. Many men are hurting, but not healing. There's a lot of men right now silently hurting. This is for you. I know brothers, I get a lot of y'all emails. I've coached a lot of you. You see what I'm saying? I got a lot of brothers that come, come around corners and, and seek me out. And I know that you guys are hurting. We have to start healing men. We got to start getting whole. I don't, I know, I know what your dad did to you, Scarge. I know, I know what your mom did. I know the molestation is real. I know the rape is real. You see what I'm saying? Not rape. I'm sorry. <laughs> Man, well, I know the hurting is real. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I know the emotional trauma that you've been through uh, 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 based upon your color, based upon your location, based upon wherever you are. I know you're hurting, but it's important for us to stop making excuses and start healing. Many men right now are hurting and don't know how to heal. And that's why I'm here. I've hurt. I've hurt many times. I've been abandoned. I've been neglected. I've been rejected. I've been overlooked. You see what I'm saying? I know what it feels like to be disappointed. I know what it feels like to be hurt. I know what it feels like to go through stuff and, and, and seemingly that, that women didn't understand and people didn't understand. I know. But greater is he that's seeing you, the wellspring of life that wants to heal you. We got to get to a place where we say, you know what? Why am I hurting? And not just treating the symptoms, but treating the source cause. Why am I hurting? Who do I need to forgive God? Who am I? Listen, and you got to learn how to go to God and vent. Be like, yo, God, that's why I'm hurting. God can handle your cuss words. God can handle your slurs. God can handle your pain. That's the that's why you got to give it to God first. You see what I'm saying? That's why it's important for us as men. We say, you know what? Look, God, this is how I feel. 
I'm tired of healthy habits, H-E-L-L-T-H-Y, healthy habits, habits that's hurting me. I want healthy habits, God. I want to heal. We got to start going to the wellspring of life that wants to heal us. And it's taboo for a lot of men because we're quiet about ours. No, we no longer can be quiet. You got to ask God, God, I need you to help me first. And I need you to surround me with the right people that will aid in your healing, whether it be as a therapist for mental healing, whether it be as a physical trainer or, or whatever. Every area of you needs some system of healing that's rooted and anchored in the spirit wellspring of God. I believe getting mental help. I believe in getting emotional help. I believe in getting physical help, but they all have to be anchored in the wellspring spirit of God. People going to therapy, people going to different places, but they're not asking. They're not being led there. You got to go to your internal counsel first before you begin to establish external counsel, because he would then begin to show you the right man. Just don't be just because mental health and therapy is a trend that you go out there and just doing it just to do it. Nothing wrong with getting clinical help. Don't get me wrong. But make sure everything begins with the leading of the Holy Spirit. If you ain't right for him, nothing they tell you to do will help you. If you don't go to him first, those things may help for a season. But if you then you begin to idolize their their resource and help instead of <clears throat> instead of embracing the help that's in you. Coaches for getting your help in any area, in every area of your life as men. But make sure it begins with the spirit of God that's in you. Many men are hurting and not healing. They are not healing due to the hell they allow into their lives. They're due to their poor choices and their associations. Let's break down hell and healthy. Because I got healthy versus healthy. H-E-A-L-T-H-Y and healthy. H-E-L-L-T-H-Y. When you look at the word Hell, there were some things in the source that I looked up. It says anguish, affliction. What's going on, Aries? Difficulty, torment are part of hell. See what I'm saying? There are, there's a phrase, hell on earth. <clears throat> there's a literal hell and then there's hell on earth. And a lot of men are healthy or, or in anguish or in affliction or going through difficulty and torment due to their poor choices, associations, and due to them not having enough security in themselves and love for themselves. And there's a lot of men that struggle with low self-esteem, even though they got a nice car, even though they dress well, they're still insecure. There's a lot of men that, that are trying to cover their insecurity with their car and their clothes and their money, trying to cover it up. But God's like, I see it all. I see you naked. I see your soul. And God is crying out to you men, letting you know, no, get well. Get well. Get well. Don't don't just sit here and, and, and allow hell in your life. Get well. St aren't you tired of anguish? Aren't you tired of affliction? Aren't you tired of difficulty? Aren't you tired of torment? Aren't you tired of living through hell? What was suck? <clears throat> it was suck to, 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 to go through hell here and, and end up in hell or to go through hell here and then barely scratch heaven and realize you didn't get the chance to enjoy God here. So because men who are healthy, H-E-L-L-T-H-Y, are going to open the doors of hell into their lineage, into their generation. We got to say, you know what? I want healthy habits passed on. Now, healthy, the opposite side or the antonyms, antonyms of hell was calm, comfort, health, joy, and peace. 
There are going to be some difficulty times, but man, if you got the joy of the Lord and the peace of God in your life, you would go, you would be able to navigate it correctly and peacefully. I want to calm life. That's why coach don't be wanting for nothing. I don't rush for nothing. I learned as a young man that I was opening doors for unnecessary hell in my life. But when I began to say, you know what? I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to understand God. I'm going to get to know him. I'm going to love him. I'm going to do this thing. There's a calmness in my life. There's a comfort in my life now. Coaches getting, coach, coaches every day inspiring to get healthy. And there's a joy and a peace, man. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it. And if the world didn't give it, the world can't take it away. There's a joy that nothing in this world can take away. But if you begin to venture off into other things that you deem as the, the, the things that will make me a joyful man, then when that woman leaves, your spirit is crushed. When that job is going, your spirit is crushed. When they repo in that car, your soul is crushed because your joy was in it. You can take anything away from me. You can take it away in like a, a you, you got to have a wealthy mindset. They say uh, there's two types of mindsets, a poor mindset and a wealthy mindset. A poor man can win the lottery and be poor in about a couple of months. A wealthy man can lose all of his money. And because he has a wealthy mindset, can gain that wealth over again. That's why you got to get healed here, fellas. It doesn't matter. Your salvation is cool, but it's your sanctification that matters. It is the renewing of your mind that matters as you're transformed by the renewing of your mind. If you have a healthy mindset, anything around you could be hellish. But because you have a healthy mindset, nothing can affect your fervency. Nothing can affect your faithfulness. Nothing can affect your productivity. Don't you want calm, fellas? Don't you want comfort? Don't you want uh, health? Don't you want joy and peace, fellas? Or do you want to continue to have anguish, affliction, difficulty, and torment? And it's your decision. Now, let's break down the word healthy. I love words. I'm a wordsmith. That's that. I love words. So I broke the word healthy into two words, heal and die. Heal and thigh, H-E-A-L, and then you got T-H-Y, thigh, or is another word for your. And if you look at heal, uh, you could also add healthy. Your health, healthy is your healing. Your health, there's a, there's a your healing. Like, like in order for me to be healthy, there's a way that God wants you to be healed. You some by his stripes, we were healed. You see what I'm saying? There's a way that he wants you healed. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody has the same story. Not everybody has the same background. Similar but different. And so my health is predicated on me. God, I want you to heal me. Some of us, we get so caught up on trying to heal everybody else that we're not taking the time to consider or to consult our healing. Fellas, I know you stop moving these people's couches. Stop being there for everybody and not being there for yourself. Find balance. My spiritual mom back in the day, back in the day, back in the day, and my mom used to get on me about balance. That men, listen, do not make, do not allow anybody to get you off your balance. Search and seek every day to be balanced. And the only way you can be balanced as a man is through, through, through the beckoning and through the disciplining of your flesh. To the leading, the lordship and leading of the Holy Spirit. When that happens, then you begin to find balance because you be like, listen, I got to pray about this because listen, I got too much. Listen, I wake up every day with a certain amount of energy, and there's a certain amount of things that gets that energy and ties it up. 
And and as a man, the more I grew up, I began to realize the powerfulness inside the word no. See, I used to be a yes man. Yes, sir. I'll do it. Yes, yes, ma'am. I'll do it. Yes, yes, I'll do it. I'll do it because I was seeking to fill a void. I, one of my struggles growing up was the need to be needed. That was that was coaches. One of his big issues. I had a need to be needed. Me because I was so insecure. When people needed me, I felt special. When people needed me, I felt I felt like the man. I I wanted to be Superman until I started being um 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 sick. When I started finding myself broken, when I found my products, my projects undone, then I began to come to myself and I said, "Yo, yo, what am I getting from this?" Brief moments of ecstasy because some woman, some man, somebody needed me, needed my needed my message, needed my help, needed my needed my uh, advice, and I'm over here depleted and none of my stuff is getting fed. Listen, man, you see what I'm saying? You got to make sure you eat too. You got to make sure you you know how to delegate your energy accordingly, where you're not all over the place, and 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 you empty in the process. That's why now, when I wake up, <clears throat> God gets my first fruits of my energy. My wife gets the next. And I allow the Holy Spirit to, to lead me to the rest. Ooh, that was, ooh, coach. Ooh, ooh. God gets best. My wife gets next. And, there, and the Holy Spirit leads me to the rest. Ooh, ooh, that's bars right there. God gets my best. My wife gets next. And the Holy Spirit will lead me to the rest. That's how we got to do. You know what I'm saying? Coach, 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 you know what? Nah, I'm going to stay in my lane. I ain't going to be a rapper. I'm going to stay in my lane. You know what I'm saying? I give y'all, I give y'all, I give y'all, I give y'all albums worth every day. <laughs> I give y'all an hour, an hour and a half. I give y'all a whole, whole uh, album worth the content. Let's keep going. Where do I want to go, Holy Spirit? Where do you want me to go? All right, cool. What was I talking about? Oh, energy. You got to make sure you say, hey, man, I, I, I got to make sure I'm balanced. I got to make sure I'm well. I got to make sure I'm okay. Man, like, why do you think we die so young? You know, women got great support systems. Men don't have a lot of support systems. You know what I'm saying? I plan on living a long time because I understand the right system I need to be, to have in order to be healthy. And it begins with having a healthy relationship with God. You see what I'm saying? Nah, I can't freestyle. Like, me and my nephew will ride around the car. He, you know, he be putting me on some um, beats and we be rapping in the car. Coach, coach nice now. If I really put my energy into it, if I really, see, 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 I stay in my lane because if I start venturing off into things, I'm going to try to master that thing. You know what I'm saying? You know, now I'm coming for Hove. Now I'm coming for Lecrae. You see what I'm saying? Now I'm coming for them. You know, you know what I'm saying? Because now I'm a lyric. Now I don't even want to get in that because then I'll start getting in my flesh. You know what I'm saying? So I stay with my lane. But I think I could do it. But it may be more like a anyway, let's keep going. What keeps people, what keeps men from making healthy decisions? H-E-A-L-T-H-Y. What keeps men from making healthy decisions? Ladies, take notes too. This is for you as well. It's for the brothers, but I know y'all be watching. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all love y'all love y'all men in your life. Now I know you ladies, y'all look, you have sons, you know what I'm saying? Y'all have nephews, y'all have cousins, 
Y'all have fathers, you see, I'm saying I have brothers that I want to make sure that you guys get this to them, get this video to them, get this material to them, but also for your young daughters and for you young ladies and women of old, these points apply to you too. Okay. What keeps men from making healthy decisions? Number one, age, their hope is in the wrong things. One of the number one things that keeps men from making healthy decisions, their hopes in the wrong thing. Their hope is in their money. Their hope is in their career. Their hope is in accolades. Their hope is in their accomplishments. And then they stop making healthy decisions in their family. Then now they're not making good. See, see what happens with men? We're drivers. We're driven. You know what I'm saying? And when a man is driven, he'll drive over things. In order to drive, you have to drive over things. And most of the things is, is that they have their career, they have the accolades in the car, but their their family is the road. They run over their families. They run over their God. They run over everything because they, they their main things is in the car where the main things need to be. You see what I'm saying? And so what happens because we're so driven, we'll go two, three, four, five years and build an amazing career. But then when we look within our family, our son done went astray, our daughters done went astray, our wives are, are she been cooking, she been cleaning, she been working, she been faithful, she been doing it. But but now she's struggling because of, of you trying to struggle to become this strong man. You see what I'm saying? Josh says, how do I find my purpose? I feel like I have a lot of ambition. I want to do a lot of things, but how can I focus on the one thing God wants to do for me? <clears throat> Good question, Josh. Everything boils down to perspective and perspective comes from presence. The more that you're present around God, that's one thing I learned growing up as a young man. I learned how to lay tile. I learned how to do carpentry. I learned a lot of things because of the because of the men's presence that I was around. As I was in their presence, I began to learn different things. Thank you for watching, Uri. You see what I'm saying? And so what I, what was I began because I was in their presence, I observed them, and now they gave me something that I never leave. Now I know how to change a tire, and I knew I do a lot of things because I was in their presence. The goal for men is to be present in God's present presence, not going to God, petitionary heavy, but going to God saying, God, how may I serve you? God, I need you to show up supernaturally in my life. Reveal things to me, God. I'm here to serve you. What's up? What you need, right? So how do you find purpose? You find it in the person of God. Get to know him and watch him vividly begin to show you things throughout your life that really aids into you discovering your purpose. That's what happened to me. God allowed me to hit rock bottom and what he gave me at the, the, the bottom of the rock was himself. Woo! When I That's why, man, it's okay to be at rock bottom because when you're rock bottom, you found the rock. You see what I'm saying? At the bottom of your life must be the rock. And sometimes God makes you hit rock bottom so that you can find him. And when I was at my rock bottom and all I had was a computer and some paper and some pens, God said, write your book. And when I began to really get hungry and thirsty after God's word, my the revelation of my life became the real that I began to see in the movie of my life. And I began to say, yo, my purpose is very vivid now. My purpose is in HD now. It's no longer in analog. It's no longer in need an antenna. I see that thing clearly. Now, the second part of the question says, I feel like I have a lot of ambition and I want to do a lot of things, but how can I focus on the one thing God wants? You got to learn pace. You sound like you're a young man, bro. And let me tell every young man this right now. Life's a marathon. Men, we are known to be attracted to sprinting. When we we didn't we were not we not attracted to to uh, uh, um, cross country, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? We attract to sprinting. 
You see what I'm saying? Because the things is women love the sprinters. Women love the long ball. Women love the dunkers. Women love this. So we like the exciting plays. And so we become excited focused and not making sure that we focus on the fundamentals. So now in order to really understand and gain focus, you focus on the fundamentals. Every premier athlete, every great in their field are fundamentally sound. They call Tim Duncan a big fundamental, but he's a five-time world champion. You see what I'm saying? Champions, individuals are focused on the fundamentals. So what you do is if you take care of your spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical fundamentals, then everything else will become clear. But you have to learn pace, bro. You have to understand that life's a marathon. Don't overestimate what you could do in a year and don't underestimate what you could do in a decade. Meaning you got to say, you know what, God, I'm giving myself 10 years. That takes the pressure off you. See what I'm saying? Well, but God, I want to get this done in a year. That's too much pressure. You see what I'm saying? <clears throat> Yo, I'm going, coach going to get buckets today. That's why I'm hype. Coach going to get buckets on today. But I tell young man, listen, give yourself a decade. Listen, I've been in the game for 11 years. I've been walking with, I've been really about this ministry thing since 19. So that's, that's actually, let's, let's really make it plain. 19 to 29 is 10 years, 30, 31, 32, 33. I really been doing ministry all the way back to my attorney t-shirts, my attorney wristbands. I've been in the game 14 years <clears throat> and coach is still at a certain level because I don't want to be leveled up by anything or, or by anything other than God. God has to be the center of your promotion. God has to be the center of your motion because if he's the center of your emotion, your emotions will be taken care of and your promotion will be sure or inevitable. And so when you begin to understand, hey, I'm in a marathon, my timing and my life is in his hands, then it gives you more chances. Then it gives you a more focus where you're now able to say, you know what? I can slow my life down. I can rest. A restless man rushes. A rested man rests. Right now, I'm 33 years old, Josh. And I ain't rushing for nothing. You see what I'm saying? Coach, how do I change a room instead of a room changing me, especially when I'm around friends who don't know Christ? Make sure this room is solid. Jaquan, let me tell you this, bro. <clears throat> Coach Josh Slim Rev, the one and only, is a thermostat, not a thermometer. Because before I... See, see. This room... Let's talk about your different rooms. Before you enter a room, make sure this room is a place of peace. Your bedroom is a place of peace. And I say bedroom because maybe you have roommates or whatever. Make sure your bedroom is a room of peace where you're able to get the, the temperature from God. What I mean by that is my mind has always stayed on God. Nothing affects it. My mind has stayed on him. My mind always on things that are above, lovely, pure. In the moment, the moment something comes into my mind, and God, I cast down that vain imagination. So I got to make sure this room right here is already preset to joy, already preset to peace, already preset to purpose. And I make sure that I got where my little speaker at. My little speaker right here, my Sony joint. 
I get that worship going. I got my car full of worship. So about time I get to where my friends are, about time I get to another room, Jaquan, I'm already set. So when I walk into a room, nothing affects me because I'm on a higher plane. So the best way practically to make sure that you change the temperature of the room is to make sure that your previous rooms are already established. It takes discipline. Every day you got to be about this. Every day you got to say to your flesh, no, we're, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The peace of God will surround me. He surrounds me with a favor like a shield. Wherever my foot tries and steps belongs to me. That's why when people come around, coach, and they see me walking, they know I walk with a presence because I've been in his presence. That's what we men got to have. I walk with the presence because I've been rested in his presence. So when I come out of the presence of God and that presence of God is above me like a, like a cloud, wherever I go, the presence of God is there. Because I have, I've already dealt with my insecurities. My inadequacies have already been dealt with. Anything that's in there has been already obliterated by the presence of God that I have entered in. Now, when you come around your friends, the presence of God changes your perspective, bro. Now you will be able to see, are these really my friends? What's in this room? See, what I do is, thank you, Holy Ghost. This is what the practical thing you do. Never enter a room talking, enter a room looking. Never enter a room talking, enter a room looking. Observation is the key. You see what I'm saying? Discernment is the key. The best way not to be affected by a room is to allow the Holy Spirit to discern. Let everybody talk first. Now, if someone greets you, greet them, but let everybody hear the room, feel the room, and then you will know what to say that's fit the occasion. Then you will know whether you should leave or stay. Then you will know. Everything begins with the presence of God that, that makes sure that you hyperly sensitive and discerning so that every room you walk in, you feel that every room I walk in, I feel, I know the demons that are there. I can sense the spirits that are in there. I know if I should leave or should I cleave. I know what to say. I know how to bring the joy here. Hey, this the setting in this room is too sad. You see what I'm saying? Holy Ghost, give me some jokes. You see what I'm saying? Give me some jokes. Give me some compassion. Give Because this room is set on sadness. So let me bring the temperature up to joy. Oh, this room is set to, oh, oh, y'all lustful in here, huh? Oh, oh, y'all, y'all carnal in here, huh? Okay, let me bring y'all down some. And if y'all don't like me in here, cool. We know what God told the disciples. Whatever place, whatever room doesn't accept you, you go to the end of that, you go to that room, dust that dust off your feet and walk out. Hope they helped you, bro. Let's keep going. What keeps people from making healthy decisions? Their hope is in the wrong thing. What keeps men from making a healthy decision? Their hope is in the wrong things. And then when that, because there is your hope is your dope. So what happens if your hope is in the wrong thing? Now that's your dope. That's your dopamine hit. You see what I'm saying? You're so welcome, my friend, my brother. You know what I'm saying? So now whatever you're hoping is your dope. I want my dope to be the highest dope. I want the highest grade of dope. And that's where I put my hope in because I know it was supernatural thing. But when your hope is in the wrong things, that becomes your dope. That becomes your drug. And then when that thing falls, now you messed up. What keeps men from making healthy decisions? Their hope is in the wrong things. Your hope got to be in God. 2E, what keeps men from making the healthy decisions? Their emotions and energy is everywhere. What keeps men from making healthy decisions? And their energy in there, their, their emotions are everywhere. You know what I'm saying? You don't know which woman you want. You got a main and some size. You know what I'm saying? Your emotions, your energy is everywhere. You stretch too thin. 
or you trying to get in every woman. You know what I'm saying? So your emotions and your energy all over the place because you never allowed God to deal with your emotional trauma, your emotional issues. As men, we grew up, and I'm glad my mom wasn't like this. We grew up being told, uh, don't cry. Coach didn't mind crying. Coach don't even, you know what I'm saying? I don't know when the last time I had a strong cry, but coach don't mind crying. <clears throat> I get that stuff out of my system. I don't mind venting. I don't mind uh, talk, uh, talking through my emotions because the more I keep it in, when life shakes me up and the top is off, I explode everywhere. I want to make sure I get it out of my system as soon as I feel it. As soon as I'm a fan, I get in my car and I tell that person what I think that I want them to hear and they don't even hear it. I vent to God. That's how I feel about this. I wish above all they all just die, God. You know what I'm saying? I get real with God. I get it out of my system so that when I am around my enemies, when I'm around my foes, I, all, I, all, all I have for them is love because I got all the hate out of my heart. I got all the hurt out of my heart. So then when I am around certain people, whether friend or foe, I can give them from what was deposited in me by God. But what keeps men from making healthy decisions? Their emotions and energies everywhere. They're sealing up their emotions. Nah, man, you got to get that stuff out. And you know what I do? I go for drives. And my wife knows I'm going for a drive. When, when I was dating her, you know what I'm saying? I just, just got to be by myself. Because there's stuff, because as men, bro, I know for me, Man, I got a lot of stuff in me because I'm a sensor. Yeah, I sense the room. So I got I got my mom's cares, my dad's cares, my wife's cares, um, uh, my brother's sister cares. They don't even they only have to have a conversation with them. I know their cares. You see what I'm saying? I have I, I carry so much that I haven't got chance to get the God to cat. You know what I'm saying? Like so so when people when you the man in the house and you the man in a pillar of a family and you a man that's honorable and men and people look up to you. People dump stuff on you. And as men, good, good afternoon, Adriana. Slim Rev's in the building. That's right. You see what I'm saying? So what's, what's going on? Coach Slim Rev. I think that may, maybe most people Slim Rev. Coach Slim Rev, that's too many so Anyway, so I, there, there's moments where I got to be like, I got to go for a drive because I'm carrying so much. And I haven't, you know, when a dumpster truck goes through a neighborhood, it's collecting all the trash, but it, but it then it gets heavier as it's going to the dump. So what happens is I got to go to the dump. So sometimes, man, we got to go for those drives because we got to take all that stuff to the dump. We got to say, listen, that's why we got to tell our wives, tell people, yo, I got to be to myself. You got to know when you need to be to yourself. Good question. I'm going to get to that masculinity question. We got to know it because, thank you, Holy Spirit, false masculinity has portrayed into being hold everything, prove strength. No, strength is evident in weakness. True masculinity is weak masculinity. True masculinity is weakness and the acknowledgement of it. That's real masculinity. Men who are unable to acknowledge their weaknesses are not strong men. Strong men are able to say, yo, God, I'm weak. I'm quick to acknowledge when I'm weak. The reason why I'm strong in areas of my influence is because I know I'm a weak man that needs God. I'm weak. That's why you will never catch me in scandal. You will never catch me in anything because I know how weak I am. You will never catch me in anything. You, you can't find an ounce of dirt in my life right now because I know how weak I am. You see what I'm saying? Made mistakes, did a lot of dirt, did some things. And if to compare it to some of y'all, y'all be like, coach, that ain't nothing. I feel you, but it's something to me. And so what happens is I know I'm weak. God, I need you. Real masculinity is men who desperately need God. That's the definition of real masculinity. That's right. 
He should have made perfect no weakness. Real masculinity, a real masculine man is a man who realizes his desperate need for God and depends on it. Period. That's real masculine. You see what I'm saying? And men have to understand it. We as men have to understand it. What keeps men from making healthy decisions? A, anger. Their anger. Oh, my, my, you see my scribble. See my scribble? See what I'm saying? All these notes. You know what I'm saying? A, anger is their main attitude. Okay, there we go. Anger is their root attitude. There we go. Anger is their root attitude or their attitude is based on what influences them. Is based on what I'm trying to say. They, they're mad, man. What make what keeps men from making health decisions? Anger is their root emotion. Attitude. Anger is their root emotion. That's a man that's angry. That's why I go play basketball. That's why I lift weights. Because there needs to be something in your life that gets the anger out of you. You so welcome, Aries, that causes you to vent. The what keeps men from being successful is there's no, there's no ventilation. You gotta get that. You gotta get that out. You you listen, listen. One thing that's been taught to men is that men shouldn't forgive. Men, we hold women don't understand this. We hold on to things. You know, we the reason why we mad at you. You know what I'm saying? The reason why we said because we remember what you did four and a half weeks ago. You see what I'm saying? Just like y'all hold stuff, we hold stuff too. But we haven't gotten to the dump yet. And man, you got to get to the dump. You got to go to the dump daily. You see what I'm saying? You got to go to the dump daily. You got to get that anger out of you. You got to let your pops go, man. Imagine if Jesus stayed angry at us. What if he was angry at us? You know what I'm saying? Would he have ever went to the cross? The reason why we haven't gotten to the cross, of uh, crossroads of our life to bear our cross for a purpose is because, man, we're angry. Man, fellas. You got to get that anger out of you, yo. Or you ain't going to make healthy decisions. Or their attitudes have been influenced by society. You know what I'm saying? You, you got to be able to say, you know what? It has my attitude been influenced by what I watch. A lot of men, it's crazy. Kids, you see them, they, you see, you could tell who their daddies are by what they distribute. You see what I'm saying? One more question. How do I become a great leader through Christ for my team? Good question, Jaquan. It's what you do. You follow. I have a T-shirt and you can get those shirts on my website. I follow, I lead. Great leaders are great followers. And what I mean by that, bro, is you got to learn from the greatest leader, which means you got to go read a proverb a day. This is what helps me. I read a proverb a day. I read a gospel a month. I get daily nuggets of truths to help me lead daily. And I get a great close glean insight into Jesus' walk. You see what I'm saying, Jaquan? So what I mean by it starts with your private study. And allowing him leading you and making sure that 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 he is the foundation of who you are. You know what I'm saying? So that leadership exudes leadership is not what you do. Leadership is who you are. Leadership is not what you do. Leadership is who you are. Who you are becomes what you do. So when you become a leader and you've been around a leader, you just naturally lead. So how do you become a great leader for your team, bro? You got to be able to say, I got to be a servant leader. So in order for me to be a great server, I got to be a great cook. In order for me to be a great cook, I have to have a great mentor. 
You see what I'm saying? And so what it means is if I'm going to serve my team, if I'm going to lead my team, a leader is a server. So if I'm going to lead my team, I'm going to serve my team. I'm going to serve by example. And I'm going to serve by expression. I'm going to serve by example, meaning I'm going to do every drill better. I'm going to lead the drill. I'm going to be the first one there, the last. One thing about me, I'm the first one wherever I am. I'm the last one wherever I am. You see what I'm saying? You got to lead by example. You got to say, you know what? No. I'm gonna I'm gonna set the present. I'm a lead. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta lead by expression. Jesus says, Man, give me your feet, man. I'm gonna wash your feet. I'm gonna grab your cleats. I'm gonna grab your your uh I see your football player. I'm gonna grab your I got your helmet. I got you. I'm a you see what I'm saying? That's how you lead, but it has to be authentic. That's one thing about sports. We can smell the fakes. It has to be authentic, and authenticity becomes what comes from your from your daily association with God. Oh, but y'all asking questions, but see, it's my brothers asking. When the brothers, see, ladies, when y'all ask me questions on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, Thursdays, I'm there for you. I'm there. But when the brothers, I know y'all ladies like, coach, I'm, we still at A, coach. We, but the brothers are asking questions. So when the fellas ask questions, coach got to answer them. Now, Nick says, is there a Bible plan you would recommend specifically? Because I've kind of been in a random place in the world and don't, a proverb a day. What I do, bro? So today was the 29th. I read Proverbs 29 today. And what I got from, let me go say what I got from Proverbs 29 today. Because I want you to see my Bible. You see how it's scribbled? You see all them, you see all that? You see all them circles? You see all them indentions? You see all different colors too? You know what I'm saying? You see how coach gets busy, right? Coach got notes besides his joints. You see what I'm saying? I got the good commentary at the bottom. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? The best Bible I recommend is the ESV study Bible. Great commentary, great articles in this book, right? All right. So what I do with Psalms 29, what I got today, what I could I butcher this one. Good gracious. Woo! Woo shit. Do, do. I, I was in, I was in there. I said, God, listen, I'm licking up every sauce out of here. God, I'm eating every crumb of this creme de la creme. Frappe, anything. Anyway, Proverbs 29. Today's 29th, yeah. Ah, see, see right there. Exclamation points on that one. It says, a fool gives full vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds it back. You see what I'm saying? Jesus, Jesus got baptized in a, as an example. Jesus was the greatest leader. He led by example. He says, listen, you listen, I'm going to show y'all what it's like to do this life. I'm, I, listen, if I, why am I going to expect you to do something that I'm not going to expect for myself? That's leadership principle one-on-one. Jesus is like, I'm not expecting, I'm not going to expect you to get baptized and I mean, I get baptized. I'm not going to expect you to go through the wilderness and I don't go through the wilderness. I'm not going to expect you to be ostracized and picked on and talked about if I'm not going to allow myself to do it. I'm not going to expect you to endure persecution if I don't endure persecution. I'm not going to expect you to die on your cross if I'm not going to expect, I'm not going to expect you to take up your cross and down if I'm not going to take up mine and down it. So he was baptized because he said, I'm not going to expect anything from you that I would not first do myself. I hope that helped. A fool gives full vent to a spirit. So now as I read that today, I'm like, today, what I do, I pick one scripture for that day. I pick one scripture for that day that I can apply immediately today. So what that means right here, Okay, because you know, Monday today, see, God must have known. God must have, God must have known. You think, you think I'm kidding? God knows Mondays I hoop, right? God knows I get buckets on Mondays. 
And so God knows somebody's probably going to try to foul you hard because coach, they be, they, you get buckets. And so they be trying to stop you from getting buckets. So he says, man, don't give full fit to your spirit, man. When they foul you and they call, oh, they call a bad call. Josh, just hold it back quietly. Give them the rock. Because Josh in the back in the old days, you see what I'm saying? Josh, I got you. Josh in the back in the old days, there ain't no foul. I ain't fouled you, bro. That was good D. That was good D. You know what I'm saying? Or the old Josh would have been like, bruh, I know I said foul late. That's a foul. <laughs> the new Josh from that scripture would be like, no, it's your ball. I'm holding it back. <laughs> anyway, um, how do you send angels to your work? You just say, hey, angels do go, you know, what you do is angels about their business, no matter what. But you just thank them for what they're already doing. Only the Holy Spirit, the angels are only going to listen to God. They ain't going to really listen to you. You know what I'm saying? If you you can you can tell them to do a lot of things, but they ain't gonna do it unless God tells them. So what you do, you just thank God for what they're doing. God, I thank you that you I thank you that your angels are are doing what they're doing, and and give give your angels some love. Angels, that's good look, man. Whatever you did today, that's good look, man. I appreciate you doing what you do. Boy, y'all ain't gonna let me get through my points, are you? Y'all was like, that's what y'all do. Y'all be like, yo, y'all be going in your private chat, yo, ask coach a question. You a dude, right? I'm just trying to ask coach a question because because then we're just going to hit them with five more joints. You see what I'm saying? What do you tell someone who wants to get what do you tell someone who wants to let go of anger? Ah, this contributed to the points. I respect it. What do you tell? I respect all your questions. I didn't mean to say it like that. What do you tell someone who wants to let go of anger but doesn't trust anyone to vent and feels a connection with God is lost or there never was a connection at all? How do you build that with God? Treat God like a regular person. Get to know him starting his word. Start with honesty. Start with honesty. Go to God real. Go to God real. That's what I would do. I would go to God and say, this is how I feel about you and me, man. This is, why I, this is how I feel about us. God, I really just, I'm telling you, God is near, man. He is near. He is close, man. What I do, any God hears every prayer that comes from a genuine heart. Never forget that. God gave me that a long time ago, and it gave me so much peace. He says, Josh, I hear every prayer that you pray genuinely. Like, if it's of your lust, that's not from you. But when it comes from you, if you really got, like, if you really from your heart mean that, and the fact that you asked that question lets me know that, then when you go to God, you say, God, look, man, that's how I really feel, man. I don't feel too good, man. I don't feel good, man. You see what I'm saying? Yes. as Yeah, he's a father. He's not a distant figure. That's real, Josh. Man, that's what I'll tell you, man. Is that you got to say, you got to be honest with him and then let healing comes from honesty. When you go to God and say, God, man, I just don't feel that you near, man. Can you let, can you just let me know that you near? And I promise you, I give it 24 to 48 hours. God's going to let you know that he's near to you. And then when that moment occurs, then you begin your comedy because when, see, the devil doesn't want us to have a tangible experience with God. Therefore, he affects our thinking. If our thinking is off about God and we don't really know him, then we start making assumptions about him that keeps us from engaged with him or run away from him. But once we become uh, tangible, right, and things become tangible, then you'll go to God. It's like like no, when I go to see my nieces and nephews, man, and the dog, you know, the dog that was in one of my videos, the dog that we babysit sometimes, dog sit, man. As soon as I walk in the building, you see what I'm saying? Because they they know Uncle Josh brings joy. Even the dog, dog be at the door, dog be dog jumping on me. Oh hype! I'm like, bro, you was just calm, bro. 
Now when I come, it's because of relationship. They know, they know, they, they grab your, they grab my phone, they change the, they, they, they play, they play BTS. You see what I'm saying? They, 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 they just, they just invade. They invade because of relationship. Oh, that's my uncle. I'm invading. I'm like, bruh, y'all close. They just invade because of relationship. And people, you have a relationship, you invade. And so when you begin to grow your relationship because it has become tangible, then you will have a rhythm of invading God's space, not invading, but but I'm in your space, God. He gave us access. He paid, he paid too much for us not to have access to him. So that's what I would do. Start there. Start by being honest with God and watch God tangibly show you that he's real and then allow that tangible feeling to renew your thinking about God. And then you will begin to open up a space with God where you're able to vent. I always vent to God so I can, and I don't really vent. Like I meet with my pastor maybe quarterly, maybe three or four times a year. You know what I'm saying? I I've, I find myself at a place wherever every three or four months where I just need to talk to somebody that knows you know what I'm saying? Every three or four months, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but I don't, there's friends that I have that they, won't, they don't They don't know what's going on in my life. You know what I'm saying? I, because I, it's no knock to them, but it's, it's no knock to any of them, actually. You tell people what they need to know, but you tell you tell God everything because he knows everything. I just asked because it came in my heart. No problem. No problem. Good question, though. Good question. Let's keep moving. What keeps people from making healthy decisions? L. They're listening to and lingering around the wrong things in people. Watch who you listen to. Watch what you're lingering because that's going to dictate how you wh- where you lead yourself. When you listen to certain music, you welcome Mr. Uh, Mr. or Mrs. Brooks. You see what I'm saying? You 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 got to make sure that you're listening to and lingering around the right things in people. Who do you listen to? What are you lingering around? That's going to keep you from making healthy decisions. Let's keep going for time's sake. T. Poor thinking skills. And I love the way God told me to put that. God was like, thinking skills. Thinking is a skill. It's an art form. You see what I'm saying? Thinking is just not something. When, when you just let your thoughts go, you got poor thinking skills. Proper thinking skills is you are in control of what you allow yourself to think on. You can't control what comes in your mind. But remember the last video I talked about? You got to create a, a mental highway. There's only two lanes in your mind and your mental highway. There's in one ear, out the and that's in one ear, down to the heart. So when a thought comes in, boom, hold it at customs, search through the bags. Good morning. How you doing? Okay. Where you going? Where you coming from? Okay. You got to be your, you got to be, have a men. You got to let the Holy Spirit be your mental TSA. All right. Let me check those bags, bag, go through, the, and the Holy Spirit be like, boop, boop. Or boop, boop. See what I'm saying? That's what you got to do. But thinking, I'm going to do another video on that because I, for times like I can't go deep in that because I, ah, I'm a, I, might, I might do that tomorrow. Let me write that down. Uh, proper thinking. I might work on that for tomorrow. Holy Spirit leading. Depends. I have a busy week in ministry. I got to preach. Uh, my niece called. Hold on, y'all. Family. Niece called. Hey, what's going oh, on? My niece called. Give me one. You know, you got to take care of family. Give me one second. Her cousin's at the house. If she calls, just want to make sure she's all right. Maybe it was an accident. Be right back, y'all.
probably was on accident. Oh my my nephew calling that borrow Call of Duty. Thank you for being a new listener. Come on now, don't make me quit this video and come to the house. See, that's that's what I do. I'll cut this video off and go to the house. Let me call that grandma. Give me one second, y'all. I just gotta make sure. It was, I got I I can't I can, as a man, this is one thing about men. We can't be at peace until we know everything's peaceful. We can't be at peace until everything's peaceful. When she calls, she she calls for a reason. Not always bad, but I just need to know. I just need to make sure it's an accident. <clears throat> Give me one second, y'all. Nobody picking up. Hey, how you doing, mom? I'm doing well. Uh, Michaela called me. I was making sure y'all was all right because I didn't know if if she was. I tried to call her back. She didn't pick up. They're walking to the pool. Lord have mercy. Now. So they're calling. They're calling for the. Oh, they're calling for the key. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll give it to him. Okay. All right. All right. Lord hammers. They call it for a pool key. See what I'm saying, man? And the pool key right here. Let me show y'all. Here the pool key. Hold on. I'm going to set my pillow right. They're coming for this key. And I got a video. I'm going to wait till she called me. Because I ain't going to interrupt this video because... I want this all to be together, but let's keep going. I have my phone on a ring. They walk into the pool, man. Anybody, why you ain't going to the pool for? She's 15. She got a cousin 15. Now, now I got, see, now, now I don't know what I need to do. Because they go into the pool. You see what I'm saying? We live in a great neighborhood. You see what I'm saying? They coming to get the pool key. Right? School is out. Right? High school boys. Right? Uncle got to go. Let me get through this video so Uncle can go to the pool, you know, because I don't got time. And I got, I got, you know, man, we got to be a presence. We got to be a present help in a time of trouble. Okay. She sent me a text. We are coming to get the pool pass, so just be ready. We're walking, so you have a while before we're there. Let's continue. All right. What keeps people, what keeps men from making healthy decisions? Poor thinking skills. H, past and present hurts. It's what keeps men from making healthy decisions. Past and present hurt, man. You're hurting yourself because of what has hurt you. That's what keeps you from making healthy decisions. Why? Deep yearnings, deep lusts, deep desires. You see what I'm saying? That's what's keeping a lot of men from, from progressing because of deep yearnings, deep desires. Yo, man, you got to get that lust out. You got to get those deep yearnings, those deep desires, because desires will lie to you. Desires will take you to a destination that you never thought you would be. You see what I'm saying? And we got to get to a place where we say, no, yo, I got to yield these yearnings to God because I want to make healthy decisions. Women, to you right. Them deep yearnings to be married, them deep yearnings for sex, those deep yearnings for these different things hinders us from being who we need to be. Now, what needs, what 
What needs to be healthy in a man's life? What needs to be healthy in a man's life? H, hope. Your hope has to be healthy. Your hope has to be in God and it has to be healthy. Your hope has to be healthy. E, your emotions have to be healthy, fellas. You got to have healthy hope and healthy emotions. You got to know not that not to where, where to get full vent. You got to be able to know what you're doing. You see what I'm saying? You got to have healthy emotions. A, you got to have a healthy attitude. You just can't be out, out here mad and mean or flirtatious. You got to have a healthy attitude. You got to have healthy looking. You got to tame these eyes. Listen, get a strong, get some strong traps, get a strong neck and be like, <clears throat> I can't look at everything that passed me by. I got to have a healthy eye. I got to have healthy looking skills so I'll know what to look for. So I can be uh, like looking as for men. We got to know our exes and our interests. We got to have great looking, knowing when danger is coming, seen or unseen. So that we're able to be successful. What needs to be healthy in our lives? Our T, our thinking has to be healthy. You got to think right as a man. You, you got to think yourself into trouble to keep yourself out of trouble. You got to think right. Think biblically. Think right so that you can lead right. What needs to be healthy in a man's life? H, the next H, you got to have a healthy heart. Physical and spiritual. Heal the heart, yo. Heal the heart because out of it flows the issues of life. Why? You got to have healthy yards. You see what I'm saying? My nieces, nephews, brothers, sisters, my wife. Everyone I love, their yards. My ministry is a yard. I gotta have healthy yards. Wherever there needs to be tending, I'm there. I gotta be, I gotta be healthy. It has to be healthy. My wife is a yard. Is she healthy? You see what I'm saying? The women in my life, nieces, moms, see what I'm saying, sisters, are they healthy? You see what I'm saying? What or, or, or their allowance? Are they allowing me to make them? You see what I'm saying? I'll get to you, Sim. I, I mean, I'm, I'll get to you, bro. Email me. I got you. And you're welcome about the email. I saw your post earlier. Um, uh, yeah, man, I got to make sure every yard around me is healthy. Men be tending one yard when they got many yards to tend. Listen, if you don't want to, if you don't want to have acres, stay within your yard, stay within your square yard. If that's, that's just take care of that. Be single, be by yourself. Don't hurt nobody. But if you want to marry somebody, know that's another acre. You're going to have kids that's more acres. You want to have ministry that's more acres. If you want a business, more acres. Don't add on to your life. Don't add beyond of your level of tending ability. Let's keep going. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. All right, cool. She ain't called. What needs to be healthy in your life? Your hope, your emotions, your attitudes, your looking, your thinking, your heart, and your yards. Last but not least, you like to know oh, how the Holy Spirit's talking to you? Let me write that down. Holy Spirit talking. Okay, cool. Uh, what about the guys who hate their moms? You got to let that go. They got to let that go. Your mama didn't know no better. I ain't can't show your name. I'm going to have to shoot you. Y'all at the door? Y'all at the door? Y'all still walking? Why y'all walking by yourselves? Huh? Hello? Three more minutes. Um, you know, you, you know, you know, I love y'all, right? You know, I love y'all, right? 
because because you know I'm in the middle of a video and I'm I'm, I'm still I'm, I'm I'm in the middle of a video talking to the people watching on the phone. I <laughs> I said I'm in the middle of a video and I still picked up because I love y'all. You welcome. So I'm about, I'm about to end this video real quick. So by the time I get here, I'll be done. Cause you know I'm not letting y'all go to the pool by yourself. Y'all got y'all got y'all uh y'all got y'all Holy Ghost um uh, uh swimsuits on. Yeah. Is is that your ankles, right? Cause you know I'm coming, right? Just joking. I'll, I'll let y'all have y'all freedom because y'all know your mom's coming up there, right? I'll let y'all. I'll let y'all have y'all space, but unless y'all want me to come, y'all want me to come, or y'all want me to just leave y'all alone. Do what you want means I'm not. You don't want me to come. <laughs> okay. I'm. I mess with. You. I'll see y'all a little bit. All right. All right, about yeah. All right. Anyway, let's keep going. Holy Ghost swimsuit. That's what Coach believes, man. You know what? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start creating a Holy Ghost swimsuit edition. Down to the ankles. You see what I'm saying? It could all. It could almost be like a romper. It's a romper swimsuit where everything is covered down to the ankles. You see what I'm saying? Like, like a scuba, like a scuba, like a scuba romper gear for women. Not too tight though, because she's at 15, 16. And man, you see what I'm saying? So I'm gonna get her, I'm gonna get her at the Holy Ghost swimsuit joints. From all the way down from the neck to the ankles, give her a little scuba gear and she'll be all right. Swimsuit down to the ankles. That's how coach, that's how coach, see, see, modesty. You gotta train up a child, hey, <laughs> in the way they should go, in the way they should swim, <laughs> so they may not depart. Let's keep going because they almost they're almost at the house. How to make healthy choices. Number one, you got to honor God, yourself, and others, fellas. In order to make healthy choices, you got to honor God. Men who don't honor God don't make healthy decisions. No tanning allowed. None. Okay? In order for a man to make healthy choices, how to make healthy, you got to keep God in a place of honor. You got to honor him. You got to honor God. You got to honor yourself and honor others. You're not going to be able to honor others if you don't honor yourself. You're not going to be able to honor yourself until you honor God. How to make healthy choices. H, honor God. The Bible says the fear of God is the beginning of all wisdom. Do you honor him? If you want to make healthy decisions, you got to honor him. You see what I'm saying? You got to know, man. Listen, I might start a GoFundMe for this. You know what I'm saying? For all the uncles and fathers out there and father figures. I'm a father figure in their life. So I got to, you know what I'm saying? I got to do my part as a father figure. You know how to make healthy choices? Honor God, yourself, and others. Eat. Empty all resentment out of your heart, fellas. In order to make healthy choices, empty all that resentment. Out. Get it out. Get it out. Get it out. No, today I'm starting the releasing of this resentment out of my heart. Because if not, I'm going to continue to make dumb decisions. How to make healthy choices? Respect your energy and release accordingly. Respect your energy. Respect your energy so you can make so that the things that deserve your energy gets it first. It's crazy how things that should that should get our first energy gets the leftovers, while the things that don't deserve our energy gets the first fruits. How to make healthy choices? A. Become self-aware. Always be self-aware. One of my greatest traits that God has allowed me to have is self-awareness. You see what I'm saying? You got to become self-aware, knowing who you are, knowing your surroundings, and being aware of yourself. Always And next A, always acknowledge God. In order to make healthy decisions, God, is this what you want me to do? When it comes to major decisions, 
Always acknowledge God. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean on to your understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he'll make paths straight. L, how to make healthy decisions? Let Jesus be your Lord. Let him do all the heavy lifting. Let him do what he's good at. Let him be the Lord of your life. Let him do the promoting. Let him do the everything else. And learn from looking. The observant one is a successful one. Always learn from observation. Don't be coming in, talking, running your mouth, and you get slapped across his neck. See what I'm saying? Always stay. Learn from looking. T, how to make other decisions, choices. T, take your time and think things through. Take your time, Lord have mercy. Take your time and think things through. Real quickly. Oh, they said when I'm done. See how nice she is? Isn't that nice they are? So I'm, 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 I don't want them out there too long. How to t- make healthy the choices? My wife's out there doing errands. T, take your time and think things through. Take your time. Those who rush time makes dumb decisions. You see what I'm saying? Let him do the. Pro- I'm telling. Let him do the promoting. Pro- pro- take your time. Think things through. Not think things too to the point. Think things through the point. Think things through. Pros, cons, pray about it, things like that. How to make healthy decision choices? H, keep your hope in God. We talked about that. Keep your hope in God. That's a, that's a task. Keep your hope in God. No problem, Natasha. This video will be posted for you on the replay. Why? A lot of whys in this. How to make healthy decision as a man <clears throat> or a woman? Yield your, yield your entire life to God. Yield it. Here, here's my life. God, I don't even want to do with it. <laughs> here's my life. Focus on developing you. The best way to make a healthy decision is to develop you. The more developed you are, the more discerning you are, and the more, the more headed towards destiny you will become. Next point, know that you matter to God. That's important. Know that you matter to God. Know that he loves you out of righteousness in God. He loves you. But that's tough and tender love, though. God, God will give you that, that tender love, but he'll give you that tough love. Get your, he chases those whom he loves. And last but not least, set desired outcomes for your years, meaning map out your life. People who have desired, income, desired outcomes are easy to derail. When you have a focus and a purpose, you will make the right decisions now because that end matters. Love you guys. Nieces and nephews are outside. Looking to get the pool key. Love you guys. Y'all be blessed. I pray this message was a blessing to you. Everything you need to know about me is on my website, imunplugged.com. Love you guys. Y'all be blessed. Um, Books, resources, card games. You want one-on-one coaching? Hit me up. Lady or man, you need coaching? A lot of the, a lot of the uh, uh, two or three of the young ladies and men that's in here have been coached by me. They'll let you know. If you want one-on-one coaching, go to my website, imunplugged.com. I'm doing this all the way until August 31st, and I'm doing it every other Saturday from there. So get on the books now. Give me your budget. Let me know what you can do. We'll make it happen. Um, All of the resources on my website. Thank you, Adriana. She's one of my main clients. Coached her three or four times already. Um, Love you guys. Y'all be blessed. Got to go take care of the family. Peace.